0: The fire. What if instead of expecting joy to be brought to us, what if we're the ones that are intentionally bringing the joy to the room, bringing the joy to the people that care for us, love us? Just that kind of flipping the script and making that intentional move changes everything. And for anybody listening who's struggling with life, I want you to know that your life does matter there are more people that are positively impacted by you each day than you can even understand. Welcome to Through the Fire, cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today, talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz, the doctor.
1: Hello, hello everybody. I'm Marie and welcome to Through the Fire, where we are on the case to tackle the tough issues and the chaos of the culture today with some psychological and theological explanations and applications that we hope will bless you. My guest today is quite, as we would call in yesteryears, a godly, masculine man. He is a veteran of the U.S. Navy, having served in Desert Storm uh, on board the aircraft carrier USS George Washington as an air traffic controller. Since then, he has planted churches and founded the Warriors Refuge, which is a nonprofit for homeless veterans that provides shelter, transition housing, counseling, and vocational training and placement. He holds multiple degrees in psychology, divinity, theology, and counseling, and is the author of two books, Transformed, a Memoir, and Your Life Matters, The Toolkit to Change Your World, which has hit number two on Amazon's new releases for Christian counseling. On May 17th, he debuted a 9 a.m. talk radio show, Your Life Matters Today, on Voice America. Welcome to our program, the Reverend Dr. Cliff Robertson, Jr. <laughs> How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm doing good. So good to be here, Marie. It's, it's, uh, it's really an honor.
1: Oh, I'm just so grateful that we connected. I've been, you know, listening to you and looking at some of your podcasts that you've been guesting on and reading some of the things that you say for some time. And I feel very honored and blessed that you took time away because I know you are so busy.
0: Well, there's, you know, when you're when you have an opportunity like this to sit and, you know, and, you know, and visit with somebody like yourself. And it's, uh, you know, you just you know, you just make time and make it work because, uh, you know, the message you guys put out and share share with the world is is really helping people get through that fire.
1: Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. I I pray that that is true because, you know, it's it's an effort, right? Sometimes people think podcasts and radio programs are easy and they're not. They're not at all. They take a lot of work behind the scenes, don't they?
0: They do. To get it right, you know, to get it right, they do. And uh, and you guys are getting it right.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. So we have about 25 minutes to talk about three things that um, I'm going to limit us to three things because there's so many things I could talk with you about. Okay. <laughs> but the Warrior's Refuge, your blog and website, The Transformation Project, and your book, the the recent book, Your Life Matters, The Toolkit for Changing Your World. So let's begin um, by spending a uh, three to five minutes of get, just first getting to know you, who is Cliff Robertson?
0: Well, you know that's a good question because sometimes I don't really know the answer to that either. Um, <laughs> you know, I've kind of, you know, kind of been there, done that, and, and, and have the t-shirt. Um, you know, honestly, honestly, Marie, if it if it wasn't for the grace of God, I I would not be here, mm-hmm. and I don't say that lightly. Um, you know, I grew up challenging home alcoholic parent you know mom anyway mm-hmm. and um yeah you know, just some crazy things in my in my childhood but um you know but then i i lost my wife a little girl in a car accident it's been almost 22 years ago now but still that was very devastating and it led me to some dark places and if you and if you look through and if you flip through my uh memoir and transform you you saw quite a bit and uh we can talk about that later if you mm-hmm. want but mm-hmm. they um but yeah i i guess you know the you know the bottom line comes down to um in my very darkest place um you know jesus rescued me um i love that song by by lauren daigle mm-hmm. i will rescue you mm-hmm. and, and and he did and he met me there and while my circumstances didn't change i began to change and that's why i can say today that except for his grace you know who knows mm-hmm. so, yeah. uh, i do a lot of things but mainly i am a child of the king
1: And that comes through in everything you do, I have to say, because whenever you think about some of the things that you've written about that are really kind of tragic, and well, they're not kind of, they are tragic experiences, things that you've witnessed, things that you've directly experienced yourself, to still accomplish and to want to serve other people the way that you do, um, it has to come from somewhere, right? It has to come from some kind of hope. and. You write about well, that. Well, and I will
0: tell you, there's been more than once that I've, that I've simply wanted to quit, but you know, um, I mean, I'm just being honest, just being, just being absolutely straightforward. And, you know, sometimes when people look at somebody's story, mm-hmm. you know, they think, oh, well, that's just, oh, 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 there's just, you know, something special or, or perfect. And mm-hmm. to be honest, there, there's been times when I've wanted to quit mm-hmm. and except for the grace of God that encourages, that refreshes, that rebuilds, that restores, uh, you keep going.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that because you know I I'm a you know clinical psychologist and so I'm I'm used to researching everything and I look at you know trying to see is there what is the relationship between faith and veterans right and um and you know there's there was there were studies done by a medical doctor years ago in the eighties um and he did. A lot of research, before all the neuropsychology and things came in, um, on resilience and strength and um, being able to endure pain and suffering and then overcome certain things. And faith is directly connected, you know, faith in God, because there's a consistency there in this very erratic world that we live in. And when you can't control things, which you couldn't in the wars and and, you know, when you were serving, right? I mean you no. saw the worst and people when they were well not the worst, but when they were really broken. The the gentleman that, that jumped off the, the, the carrier, the air carrier that Right. I mean you saw him he he was at the lowest point.
0: Yeah, he was. He was. And um no, you see you know, you see people at their worst and you see them at their best and and then there's times when you are at your worst. Mm-hmm. Uh when you are, you know, in the pit. And, you know, there's a uh You know, there's a there's a psalm that um, that I that I continue to go back to, and that is Psalm chapter 40, I believe, where where it it says, you know, where David is saying, and I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined into me Mm -hmm. uh, and and lifted me out of the pit. And when I think about that, it's, you know, it's literally David is saying Mm -hmm. that God leaned into the pit Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and lifted him out of it. And, and that's what he does. He, he, you know, he, he comes and gets us he does. And, uh, and we have to seek him in the midst of it.
1: Right. And what's incredible about that visual you just gave is that he is reaching down for us, right? He's reaching for us. Whenever we maybe don't have anything, like we're the lowest, we have nothing in us anymore. We're never alone. He's right there.
0: We are never alone. And like I said, that, that's why that song from Lauren Daigle is so, so special to me. It says. You know, you know, I, I will send my army to get you even in the darkest night.
1: It's beautiful,
0: and, uh, and he does, and he does, and that's that's beautiful.
1: And that's a promise because you write about that 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 promise that he kept for you and that he keeps for you, right?
0: Oh, he continues to uh, he, he continues to do it. And, and you know, there's you know, a lot of people want to say, well, uh, but. But, you know, but isn't life this way or isn't like, you know, you know, if you're a Christian, you're supposed it's supposed to be everything's supposed to be, a, a, you know, just just the red carpet rolled down. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. Jesus tells us very specifically in, in John sixteen thirty three that in this life, you will have tribulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. But that word tribulation literally translates into something that will bring you to your knees. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in doing that, I mean, he, but he says, but I got you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I will carry you through that, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're not going to um, go. You know, you're not, not going to go through it. And mm-hmm. you know, everybody likes to quote the verse, you know, "No weapon formed against you will prosper." That doesn't mean that that weapon is not going to be used against you. Right? It just won't win. Right? Uh, it just won't win.
1: And that's a beautiful thing to, to know. And I think you're 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 this beautiful blend of a pastor that also. G- got an education in in psychology so you understand the psychology like a humanity right the, just everything right. about it so when a veteran comes back cuz sometimes veterans they have post traumatic you know, stress right or they have right. this new thing that comes after that that's kind of it's not a diagnosis but it's called moral injury that maybe they experienced while they were there right And the PTS, you know, the post-traumatic stress, I mean, that takes place in the limbic system, which is emotional. But once maybe that gets quieted down a little bit, then that moral injury comes in, and that's the thought thing. And all those, you know, the thoughts of the the way you see the world, the way you see yourself, it brings you down. And that can push you away from church because you're just feeling so so much shame and guilt over the things you've experienced. And that can push you away from church. But you understand that. And you have the words like you've just been sharing right now that can actually work through that in a veteran. And a lot of people, I hate to say it because we, you know, the churches are all loving and they are wanting to, to give healing, but sometimes they don't know how, you know, and, and because you have that training, you, you're you in a unique position. And with the Warriors Refuge that you have here, you counsel them, you counsel the veterans, but you're only one person I know.
0: Well, I am, but, you know, you know, I, I love what you just pulled together there. And that is, you know you know you know three things the you know you know the ptsd um and the moral injury mm-hmm. and you know in faith because mm-hmm. what's interesting is studies because i'm a i'm an avid researcher too i'm kind of a an education junkie as <laughs> as you you know, kind of pointed out um somebody told me once i have more degrees and they're on a thermometer <laughs> uh, anyway but one, one of the things i've studied obviously is ptsd especially in the role that i you know you know you know where i work today and the when you combine PTSD with moral injury mm-hmm. um, and, and a lot of people don't even know what that is. And I know you do. But 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 for our listeners, a moral injury is when somebody sees something or has done something that goes against their their internal moral code. Yes. In other words, they had to, um, you know, maybe they had to kill, mm-hmm. um, you know, a you know, you know, somebody of the opposite sex, you know, specifically a man killing a woman, Mm -hmm. or there was a child killed in the process Mm -hmm. or something like that. And sometimes that is unavoidable based Mm -hmm. on the circumstances. In my book, Your Life Matters, I, you know, I talk about how this one guy, you know, you know, the one guy in the story about PTSD sees a guy opening a, you know, you know, getting his cell phone out Mm -hmm. in the airport, and he thinks he's getting ready to, you know, cause a problem because, there's been that, you know, he witnessed that. Mm -hmm. And, and I know from having spoken with veterans that um, there would be kids that would be setting off IEDs, improvised Mm -hmm. explosive devices and killing soldiers. There would be women, there would be, you know, in Vietnam, one of the, one of the key ways that, that they were, you know, that they were getting to troops were, you know, somebody with a baby carriage, a woman with a baby carriage, pushing through, you know, you know, a group of men and men would come over and look at it and it would blow Mm -hmm. up. So, um, they, they, they started to learn that you, you couldn't trust any of it, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it, 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 it creates that moral injury because even though it's something you had to do, Mm -hmm. it's not something you wanted to do. Right. And what they, what they've discovered though, and and I know that you'll, you know, you'll know this is that people of faith Mm -hmm. that have the moral injury, it's like this double impact on them. Yeah. And they struggle with yes. their faith yes. and that moral injury, and sometimes that faith makes it even more difficult for them to come back from it.
1: That's exactly right.
0: And and I think combining, you know, you know, faith based therapy too, you know, combining, you know, you know, you know, with the cognitive behavioral and and, and all the other tools, narrative, you know, narrative, th- theor- you know, theoretical approaches, and one of the things we recently started working with is a uh, virtual reality. Uh, counseling where we put them physically, not physically, but virtually back in that place Mm -hmm. and help talk them through it. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of ways to do that, but it's important that those things are addressed. Yes. Especially, um, I could go on and on. This is just one of my favorite topics.
1: Me too. Oh, thank you. I'm glad that I chose something like that for you then, because I mean, I, it is for me too. And I think one of the things that is really painful is that the, the family members and the close friends, when they return, if they start going through that, they, they, you know, you start to alienate yourself and then the people feel very distant from them and they disconnected. And then they, the veteran feels even more disconnected. And it's very painful. It's painful for a lot of people.
0: Well, and what happens is, you know, when they start to feel that pain, you know, our our natural way of doing things is to try to numb that pain. That's right. So then they then they create other, then they start doing other things to to numb that pain. A lot of times it's drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. or some sort of other, um, maybe even abuse of um, you know you know you know prescription substances mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. or it could be a adri- you know becoming an adrenaline junkie. Or I've you know I've met. You know, I've met men, met, met veterans that have continued to go, go back and go back again to, mm-hmm. because the only time that they're, they have any relief from it is by being back in harm's way. They, yeah. they almost become a, you know, addicted to that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, you know, so that, you know, in other words, they're almost trying to kill themselves without it being a suicide.
1: Sure, and that's why I th- I believe that your uh, warrior's refuge is so important. Talk to to us about that and uh, where you are right now in the whole process. I know you have goals that you've set. And you've you're, you're getting you're getting closer, but it's kind of new. It's and so you're still. Please share.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've been at it now. Um, uh, this June will be three years mm-hmm. um, where we've been officially opened. Um, and like you said in the opening, we're a we're a veterans homeless shelter, counseling center, and vocational training and and placement facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we you know we do what's called a wraparound service where we kind of wrap the veterans up in um, in the things they need to try to make it into a launching pad mm-hmm. for them. And you know really and truly, it, you know it started with um, just a desire to give back because mm-hmm. again, as part of my story, um, there was a point in my life where I. would i was homeless mm. and I, I i was one of those homeless veterans and a veterans homeless shelter in tyler texas uh became my launching pad became my place to begin to begin again mm. and and in doing that and going through that i always wanted the opportunity to give back and you know but it's a challenge to to start one of these things for a lot of reasons but but a lot of times cities while they want to support veterans they don't necessarily want a shelter in their backyard.
1: Mm, that's true. So
0: it, I believe it was definitely a, a direct intervention from God that made it all possible. And, mm-hmm. and again, that's another story. And I know our, I know our time is, is limited, but at the end of the day, the, you know, you know, you know, where we are now, we started with absolutely nothing, no money. Now we've got a building that's completely renovated. Um uh We were given the building uh, and it's a, and it's a former nursing home yes. and we've got, Anywhere from fifty to to sixty five veterans in there any, on, on any given day, they they live there, mm-hmm. and um, we're beginning to do more. We're working on funding for a for a, for a new building, which will allow us to do more, mm-hmm. and and as well as we hope to be able to um, create a veterans village that will allow for more housing for disabled veterans as well as. Uh, veterans that are suffering with disabilities that have families, mm-hmm. because that's one of the challenges we have is yeah. our facility is not really built for family.
1: Right, and you talked about the liability factors and all of the things like that when you have children mixed with women, mixed with men. So I had never right. thought of that before. I thought, oh, of course, I mean that's going to be a challenge, and, it, and and that's see these are this, these are the informational things right. that people
0: right it, it, they, they but, need they you need know, to know. The, 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 yeah, they do, and yeah, you know, it would be great to be able to say that it was easy, but it's not. It's very hard, and at times, very expensive. Mm-hmm. So we we've been blessed with some, uh, you know, with some grants. But you know, for anybody listening out there that would like to contribute, um, there's never enough. That's right. We're always wanting to do more. In fact, we recently started an equine therapy program, oh, and it's really making a difference. But it's expensive, yes. and if anybody would like to see help, and they can go to our website. It's, it's TheWarriorsRefuge.us and check us out and there's a donate button or you can call us and talk to us. That's right. But, I, it's very
1: easy. And I love that you call it a refuge because it really is that for for, for these men and women that, that need it so much. And you think about it because you all go and you sacrifice so much. You sacrifice your families, the time your families are sacrificing uh, being without you there's yeah. stress before you leave there's stress while you're serving and then there's stress when you come back right and right. and you're 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 heroes but at the same time when you return you, you're you very vulnerable
0: well when you come back you don't feel like a hero you feel like you know you know depending upon what you what you've gone through mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes there's literal shame involved yes. and, and and you don't see that and right. um uh there's so many stories to share um right. but uh but yeah, you you don't always feel like that hero. You don't you know you feel like nobody understands what you just went through.
1: Yeah, and you're not even sure if you want them to because of the shame, like you were just talking about. It's so incredibly difficult and tangled, you know. Um, so uh, I want to talk about a little bit. So the Warriors Refuge, first of all, people please do uh, consider going there to learn more about this. There's so much information. You can you know donate your time, your talents, and of course your treasure. Um, and but I want you to talk about your transformation project and your book uh, Your Life Matters which you talk about on there and you give excerpts on this website um, and I I've, I really enjoy it because again it's just exp- excerpts people of his book um, it's really worth getting the book and by the way how affordable is it? I already, I swear I looked at him like how can he just but I, I guess you want you don't want for cost to be an issue right and this is such an important and such a helpful book because you, you ask, like, for example, in one of the excerpts of this book, you say, what matters? And it's important to ask yourself what matters to you in life. And you said, you ask these questions and then you say, you know, it's important that you investigate this. And because you don't want to feel cheated by pushing aside the things that matter to you. And you talk about living intentionally and what you r- learned when you started to follow, I guess, the concept of being the one who brings the joy. Yeah, And I thought, wow, for you to say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, first of all, the, uh, you know, the cost of the book and and the Kindle is, is really affordable. I think it's like $3 or something and the, and the soft cover is 1795. But Mm -hmm. even if somebody has trouble with that, you know, I've sent out free copies. Mm Uh, I never want money to get in anybody's way of getting what what I believe God has put on my heart. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you can find out more about that if you just you know you know you can send me an email and um i'm 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 not hard to reach no but anyway um you know bring in the joy uh you know i remember reading that and uh um because you know i saw that you know you know you know, some of the reading i do because i'm you know i'm an avid reader myself uh listening to podcasts you know listening to books reading books and you know when i you know when i read that it really struck me that uh Um, what if instead of expecting joy to be brought to us, what if we're the ones that are intentionally bringing the joy to the room, bringing Mm -hmm. the joy to the people that care for us, love Mm -hmm. us. And just that kind of flipping the script and making, making that just that intentional move changes everything, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And and that's part of the reason why I didn't say in the uh, subtitle of the book to change the world I Yours. want you to change your world.
1: Yes. I caught that by and, the way.
0: <laughs> and, and in doing that, yeah. you do make a difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that a lot of people miss is, you know, they, you know, when, you know, you know, and you know, this, you know, you're dealing with clinical psychology, but a lot of times when you, when you interview or talk to somebody who has considered suicide, uh, has attempted suicide and obviously wasn't successful, um, they, they, they will tell you that they were better off, that, that they thought they were better off dead, that the world yes. would be better off without them, right. that their life didn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that is a lie. Right. That is a lie that the devil tells us that we tell ourselves. And, and I remember kind of walking through a scenario with a, with a counseling client, obviously I can't give his name, Mm-mm. but I share the story in the book where, um, he was struggling with life. Things had not gone well for him, some of them by his own choices. And he was saying, man, my life just doesn't matter anymore. I might mm-hmm. as well no longer be here. He said, I won't kill myself. By the way, everybody who's thinking about killing themselves initially will tell you, I'm not planning to do that mm-hmm. because they don't want you to pick up the phone mm-hmm. and call the authorities and get somebody to come pick them up. Right. Most people are smart enough to know that. So they're going to tell you that, but they are actually thinking about it if they're saying it. hmm uh, but I remember talking him through it and, and just saying, OK, well, what do you do for a living? He's an insurance adjuster mm-hmm. and saying, OK, how many people do you deal with on a regular basis in a positive way? Because mm-hmm. he works for the individual, not for an insurance company. And so 30 to 40 people a week. Well, you you multiply that over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. He works in his church. He does this. He does that. By the time we got through, you know, we 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 could legitimately fill up the Staples Center <laughs> With people that would be considered his raving fans that he had made Mm. a positive impact over the last 10 years on Mm. and just that visual impact of being able to think about that all all the people that he's impacted Mm -hmm. really kind of took him back from the edge of being on that bridge Mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful life when Mm -hmm. the angel jumped in instead of of jimmy stewart Mm -hmm. um he was literally on that edge even though he wasn't saying that Mm -hmm. and it pulled him back from that edge and Today he's got a great relationship with his kids. His, oh. his marriage still isn't, you know, going to make it at this point. Too much, too much damage. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's in a far better place. Oh, that's wonderful. And, uh, yes. And and his life really does matter. And and for anybody listening who's struggling with life, I want you to know that your life does matter. Mm-hmm. There are more people that are positively impacted by you each day mm-hmm. than you can even understand.
1: Thank you for saying that, because as I was reading uh, your writings, you know, I was thinking, you know, I'm not a veteran, but I thought this is beneficial to everybody. It's not just veterans, you know, and and I love that you can constantly reaffirm and confirm that everybody's life matters. Their experience matters. And, you know, to assess that and then see what what are your values right now? And then where do you go next? Like you have a chapter. What next? (laughs) <laughs> and and i love it and and it it's like yes yeah, okay so now i'm here but i have a future i have i can design it i can align it right and you help people to do it and it's fabulous i mean i have to say it's it's really great the way that you you, you the words you use it's simple um you know you, even though you're you have this de- these degrees and you have all of these different terms you could use terminology anybody can read this book anybody can and benefit from it
0: well one of the things i learned learned early on is you know you can use the big words and i know that you know obviously being a clinical psychologist you've got you've got a whole laundry list of big words that you know that nobody understands no. It's like <laughs> I, was, I was i was telling somebody the other day well you know that is know a cognitive distortion and then I said they looked at me sideways in other words what I'm telling you that's stinking thinking um and 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 they could understand that
1: yeah stinking thinking
0: and uh, and (laughs) I know not not necessarily very professional but very effective yes And, and they were able to laugh and we were able to to connect over that but um but yeah being able to to apply it to the everyday person that uh you know it's one of the things you learn in the military, you speak a different language. Mm-hmm. in The military, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a, there's an acronym for everything, mm-hmm. and you start using those, in you know, in the, in, in the normal world, and people look at you sideways like you are crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, one of the things I like about your life matters though so much is the diversity of the stories. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one story about military service, but uh, or two, mm-hmm. but but the rest of them cover a wide range. In fact, mm-hmm. one of them is about my wife. Mm-hmm, uh, yes. You know, I talk about her and mm-hmm. uh, disabilities mm-hmm. and uh, how you can even, you know, th- that's one thing that, that I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people miss is that they, they feel like once they're in the midst of an illness or they have a disability, that this somehow diminishes their value. But the truth is, I believe, especially like when you look at somebody like a Joni Erickson Tata, and I use that I example, love her. Yes. you know, um, I believe that God used that horrible accident she was, she was in to change the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even writes that she believes that she became a more effective witness for Christ because of that. Mm-hmm. In other words, she, she was able to do more through the accident than she was able to do in any other way. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I believe the same is true for, for anybody struggling with a disability. If you If you seek God in the midst of it, he will show you mm-hmm. that way through.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. and I love that because that's that's the great segue to the last part I'm going to be able to talk with you about and I think it's important you know there's been a you know there was never a problem with having a the Bible or Christian symbols um you know at the v a hospitals um, or you know in the military centers and then then it became kind of blurry, you know the whole Anyway, so since the you know Bladensburg cross case came back uh, from the Supreme Court ruling in 2018 so when they ruled that that cross could stay on, you know alongside the highway in Maryland, now the prisoners of war and the missing uh, MIA veterans affairs can now distribute Bibles and have Bibles there for the VA hospitals. And this is so important because the Lord is a great healer. And for people to have his word and to be able to to reference it and to hold it and to read it um, is so important, and and that will help to reach those invisible wounds of our veterans whenever they are at, in times of you know in physical and spiritual and emotional just depletion, and I think. That this is a a very important thing to think about for our our listeners whenever they think about supporting uh, organizations like yours that are faith based, reaching veterans.
0: Well, it's important to you know realize that you know the work that needs to be done can only be done because people uh, have decided out of the generosity of their hearts to give. Yes. You know utility bills and you know licensed counselors and kitchen staff and security and you know the numbers go on and on but at the end of the day what you what you need to realize is that within those walls within that is a magnificent work uh, that is that is Mm life-changing you know we've had stories of people come in with nothing but the clothes on their back and we had to throw those clothes away Mm -hmm. because they were not presentable um, and not clean and mm-hmm. Lord knows what else was wrong. Um, have that same person walk out six months later with a job making twenty, twenty five dollars an hour with a, with a vehicle and and a future mm-hmm. and, and a relationship with Christ after that. Mm-hmm. Not that we force it on anybody. Oh, we, no. you know we can't. Mm-hmm. but we definitely we definitely share it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen people who've come in, uh, after attempted suicide, and they're and and they're there with us, or they're in the midst of a drug addiction, and they've just gone through detox, and we just you know we do all we can, That's and right. you know God definitely intervenes.
1: And one thing I want to uh, make a point, and so just because you know this, but uh, our listeners may not know it, or people that are have family members that are dealing with this, you know, when you have an addiction and you 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 go through detox or something like that, like you were just talking about, you know scripture, counseling, things like that, what we hope for, especially when it's such an addiction, is that there's going to be a, a, lo- a longer period of time before they maybe fall back into it again. And it, that doesn't mean that it's not working. It doesn't mean that it's not effective, right? And so sometimes when people say, oh, that's failed, it's not good. And that's not true. It's just that some- we're human and we have high highs and low lows. And sometimes we just fall back into to something that... Maybe it's familiar, we're feeling that's where we, what we're worthy of, and we have to be pulled back up again. And that's why your organization and people, um, other faith-based organizations, are very important, because, um, you listen, it's about saving a life and letting them have their purpose. Did you have anything else that you would like to share with our listening uh, audience today?
0: You know, I guess the you know, the main thing that I want want people to know mm-hmm. is that, just because like both you and I, uh, Marie, have have this these titles in front of our names. But at, at the end of the day, the thing that matters most is do we have a relationship with with Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Because he's the one that can pull us out of the darkest, the darkest spots. He can, you know, when we fall the hardest, when we fall, fall the furthest, he's the one that can transform us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember being at my lowest and thinking the same things that we talked about earlier, you know, you know, thinking that, you know, the, the thoughts about my life being worthless, my mm-hmm. being worth more dead than alive. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember literally praying for God to take my life. And he mm-hmm. said, no. Um, so when he didn't do that, I, I remember reaching out to him and said, God, I don't know if I'm saved or not, mm-hmm. but I know that I need you now more than I need my next breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and while my immediate circumstances didn't change, I began to change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and he'll and, and if he did it for me, uh, you know he'll do it for you. I mean, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, God's promise has been that he'll re- he'll not only restore what you've lost, he'll he'll restore more than that. Mm-hmm. And he's done that. And and I believe that he'll he'll do it for you. He'll he'll do it for, he'll do it for those that that sincerely cry out to him, and you know. Um, and if you need some words of encouragement, you know, pick up my story and you know, on Amazon, yes. on Amazon, or you know, you know, transformed, uh, a memoir of a life changed by God, and um, uh, or your life matters, and there's some beautiful stories in there that yes. you know. There's one of them that everybody can relate to, one way or the other, because mm-hmm. um, uh, I talk about. You know, some famous people. I talk about people you've never heard of before, but it uh, just kind of depends where you are. But um, at the end of the day, uh, it, it all comes back to Christ. Um, you know, he's who we will answer to in that day. But he's also who says, I've come to give you life and life abundant. That's and right. he will do that.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for just sharing from the heart and for the time and, and all that you're doing, have done and still will do and please look up the and drcliffrobertsonjr.com. that's dr cliff robertson Jr. Virginia.com uh, to know more. And, of course, you can always come to our Family Vision Media website, where we will also have that information for you. Um, God bless you. Uh, God bless uh, all of the people that are your support system, your workers, and that contribute to you getting to do all the things you do for the sake of others. And always remember, there are two kinds of fire in the world, the one that burns and consumes and the one that burns and empowers. May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength to face any fire. Till next time, little embers, I'm Marie with Dr. Cliff Robertson. See you soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media, familyvisionmedia.org.